1: In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the topic is Ryan Walters again, Republican candidate for the Superintendent for Public Instruction here in the state of Oklahoma. And even if you don't live here, you should care. Because we have a guy with spine and courage who's willing to call out these woke teachers who are peddling pornography to your students. He's willing to say, Take their licensure away if they won't stop doing this. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning, and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. I'm going to wrap up the week by talking about education again. I do this because it is the point of the spear. It is the reason for almost everything that's going on in our culture right now. I've argued for years, and you've heard me say it here on this show. What's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in our culture. The chickens will come home to roost. Ideas will always have consequences. And when you teach bad ideas about, oh, let's say racial relations, when you teach students that one race is inferior to another race simply because of the way it looks, just because of the color of, its, of that particular group's skin, When you teach that in your classrooms, it's going to bear itself out in culture. That's why we have difficulty with critical race theory, because that's exactly what it does. It's teaching your kids, your sons and your daughters, your grandsons and your granddaughters, your nieces and your nephews are being taught in your local schools that one group of people is inferior to another group of people simply because of the way they look. Well, that's just the way those people are. That's what critical theory teaches. That's what critical race theory is all about. Those ideas will bear negative consequences. The chickens will come home to roost. And they are. You see it in the daily news. When you teach one generation after another of children that all they need to do is to not is to deny their biological reality and pretend that there's something that they're not and that that will be affirmed and encouraged and applauded, this is going to bear negative consequences in your homes, in your corporations, in your culture, in your courtrooms, and in your churches. And you see it. You see it in spades right now. When you teach a bunch of students that socialism is good, and that Marxism is superior to capitalism. You're going to see those ideas starting to percolate to the top within our culture. They're going to become more and more acceptable. And you'll see larger numbers of people, more and more people, a greater percentage of the American population will start believing that um, class conflict... A racial conflict for the greater good of the collective is more important than individual liberty and individual freedom. Does this sound familiar? Is this what you're seeing in the daily news right now? That, well, it's not about your personal freedom. It's about the greater good. You're killing people because you won't wear a mask. You're actually so thoughtless and so selfish that you want to keep your restaurant open or your church open and you're not interested in the larger number of people. You're not interested in the collective. You're not interested in the common good. Shame on you. You should be silenced and you should be canceled. And then it gets even worse. I shared with you a couple weeks ago that there was a survey out that actually shows the 23% of today's college students think that violence is an acceptable, if not an admirable, response to bad ideas, if that's what it takes to silence those that you disagree with. I'm serious. 23%, almost a quarter of today's college students, think that if violence is necessary to silence someone with bad ideas, that that's an acceptable response in today's current climate within today's ivory tower. Gone are the days where the ivory tower represented a good robust debate, a good argument, a good exchange of ideas. No, no, we're not going to debate ideas any longer. We're just going to shut them down if we don't like them to the point where we can actually be violent if it's necessary to accomplish our goals. Now, where is this all coming from? It's coming from schools. And what I want to talk about today is is Ryan Walters here in the state of Oklahoma? He's the Republican nominee for superintendent for public instruction here in the state of Oklahoma. That is the highest academic position in our state. This is the highest position, excuse me, for setting the standards and setting the direction for public education within the state of Oklahoma. Ryan Walters is running for that position to replace Joy Hoffmeister, who Got elected as a Republican, but she's been anything but that. She has been a joke. She has embraced everything that's woke. There hasn't been one woke idea that's come across Joy Hofmeister's path that she hasn't celebrated and embraced. Social emotional learning, check the box. Joy Hofmeister is behind it. Uh, LGBTQIA affirmation within our schools and within our curriculum, check the box. Joy Hoffmeister is behind it. Full affirmation and embracing of the trans ideology and that boys can be girls and girls can be boys and that boys can steal a woman's sport, a woman's shower and a woman's bathroom. Check the box. Joy Hofmeister has been for it. As our students learn nothing, Joy Hofmeister has been applauding it and championing it because she's teaching your sons and daughters to be happy. Emotionally fulfilled, content, affirmed. She's teaching them to feel good about their delusions. They may not know how to count. They may not know how to read. They may not know how to use pronouns properly, but that doesn't matter because they're self-actualized. They, they're getting their participation trophy. That's really what Joy Hoffmeister has been behind here in the state of Oklahoma. Well, we can correct that, we can fix that. We can now choose Ryan Walters to head up education in our state and Lord help us if we don't because this story that I'm gonna share with you after the break shows you how determined the woke educational establishment is to defy common sense, to defy the law and actually double down in their agenda to indoctrinate your students in their social politics, their moral nihilism, their call for an overthrow of everything that's right and just and good in our culture. Let's take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to share this story with you briefly and obviously pick it apart and give you some of my thoughts on Ryan Walters and his call to actually take the licensure away from us. A teacher, an Oklahoma teacher, who refuses to comply with Oklahoma law. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. Uh, I want to play about a a two-and-a-half-minute clip here of Ryan Walters on Fox News, where he's commenting about this particular story, where he's challenging a teacher who refuses to comply with the law. She's defying HB 1775, which... Is a bill that prohibits teachers from teaching our students, our progeny, our sons and daughters, that one race is inferior or superior to another race. That's what HB 1775 does. Nothing more, nothing less. This nonsense about it impeding the ability of good teachers to teach a real history is nonsense. You can teach about the Trail of Tears. You can teach about the Civil Rights Movement. You can teach about Jim Crow laws. You can teach about where we've dropped the ball as a culture and as a nation, and we've failed to live up to our constitutional ideals. You can teach all of that, and you should teach all of that, but you can't teach students that one race is inferior to another race or that one group of peer people excuse me one group of people is superior to another group of people just because of the way they look you can't do that that's what HB 1775 actually says now who in the right mind would stand against that well the woke left does because it actually makes it illegal for them to teach critical theory and critical race theory because that is what critical race theory does that's almost the definition of it it calls about uh, it calls for class conflict racial conflict so that one race rises up and blames another race for everything that is wrong with our culture because that's who they are that's who these people are they're inferior because of the color of their skin because of their racial distinction and therefore we're going to judge everything within our culture with regard to this racial Bifurcation, this balkanization of our culture, us against them. Now, Ryan Walters is calling that out. And he's also calling out the fact that this teacher in particular is pushing porn in our schools. She's assigned a variety of different books. One of them is Gender Queer by Kababi. I've mentioned it before. I've told you before that you can Google the book Gender Queer. And if you want to just prove to yourself that what I've been telling you is true, you can actually see the pictures that are included in this book, Queer," that show minor boys engaged in sexual activity with adult men. Okay? In whose world is that okay? Why in the world would teachers be doubling down and saying, we're going to expose our kids to this stuff, whether or not it's legal or illegal here in the state of Oklahoma? Well, Ryan Walters, as a candidate for superintendent of public instruction, is confronting that. Here he is on Fox news
0: when they say inclusion they mean putting pornography in front of kids that's outrageous you know i mean they they hide behind those words and try to make them sound like oh we're just we're just being you know it's just about inclusion okay inclusion of what though that's the real question right inclusion of pornography pornography has no place in our schools okay we can have a very robust academic dialogue in our classrooms that don't have pornography what we've seen from the sexual material is i think they're they're wanting to turn kids against their parents I mean, there's no other explanation for it. You know, you have we used to want to emphasize parental involvement in education Again, conservatives do Oklahomans do, but the left doesn't what the left wants is the government to raise kids. They want the government to determine what a kid's education looks like they want to put that power in bureaucrats and so they think that again. In their mind, when they say inclusion, they're saying give pornographic material. Let's talk about transgenderism in first and second grade. Let's talk about sexuality in first or second grade. And then the kids go home and the parents go, no, we're not. No, we don't need to be having these discussions. And it creates this friction between the child and their parent instead of what we should be doing in the education system, which is helping parents be more involved Uh, again as a teacher. I did all I could to go mom, dad, here's what we do in class. I'll give you everything beforehand. So, you know, call me, text me, email me. I I want you involved because the more involved you are, the more successful your kids going to be. But the left's version of this is actually give your kid over to the government. Let's give as much power to bureaucrats and let's micromanage what education should look like. And let's continue creating this distance between mom and dad and their kids. And it's social engineering. I mean, that is their goal is to create woke social justice warriors out of our kids. There's no, uh, there's no other explanation for why you would be injecting these things in the classroom. The reality is being a good teacher is a really tough job. You have a lot on your plate. Um, You have a lot of concepts that you want kids to understand. There should be absolutely no time where it should enter into the classroom that I want to indoctrinate or overly sexualize kids. It's just unbelievable that we've seen the left stoop this low. Reality is, as our founders put, you know, that 10th amendment says the powers are reserved to the states, education is reserved to the states. So the reality is states get to determine who teaches. States get to determine how education dollars flow. States get to determine what are the academic standards. So what we're gonna do here in Oklahoma is continue to lead the charge to say, Joe Biden, Your America is not going to happen in our schools. You're not going to dictate to Oklahomans what our schools look like. Oklahomans know exponentially better than Joe Biden on what our schools should look like. Frankly, Joe Biden didn't have a clue on how to educate kids. Joe Biden doesn't have a clue about a lot of things. So what we're going to continue to do is empower parents, utilize the accountability measures to make sure there's no left-wing indoctrination in our schools, and then again, we're going to continue to make sure that we got good folks on our school boards.
1: Okay. That was Ryan Walters on Fox News. Now I want to ask you this. Whether you're right, left, or center, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, libertarian, constitutionalist, or whatever you call yourself politically, whether you're Christian or whether you're agnostic, if you're a decent human being and you're a good parent, how in the world would you possibly disagree with anything that Ryan Walters just said? I mean, are we really at the point as a culture where we're going to challenge Ryan Walters for saying we want to teach our kids how to read, how to write, how to count, and how to appreciate America for its goodness, as well as call America out for where it's failed, when it has failed, to measure up to its highest ideals? Are we really at the point where we're going to say, nope, nope, that's not what we want to teach our kids in our schools. We want to teach them at the youngest ages about sexual uh, behaviors, about uh, masturbation, about sex toys, about incest, about um, homosexuality and transgenderism uh, being non-binary, non-sexual conforming. Do we want to start teaching them all of this stuff? Do we want to confuse our youngest children when we should be protecting their innocence? Do we want to confuse them into thinking that they're something that they really aren't? Do we really want to encourage 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds to consider surgery? To modify their bodies. To butcher their bodies. To change their bodies into something that they're not. To deny the science of biology, physiology, genetics, and DNA. To deny all of that and pretend. Live in a land of make-believe. Of leprechauns and unicorns. Is that what we want to do with our, chi- with our children in our public schools? Rather than just teaching them the necessary skills to be productive citizens and get good jobs. I mean... That's really where we are. This is the difference between one side and another when it comes to this debate between Ryan Walters and the other options. Ryan Walters is saying exactly what any decent parent should be saying, and that is keep your hands off my kid, teach him these things that matter, teach him him or her these things that I was taught, these basics of education, and then let me take care of of the politics, of the sexual morality issues at home. Now, some of you might be saying, yeah, but parents aren't doing that. Well, they're never going to do that if we keep doubling down on this lunacy and this nonsense and creating another generation of parents who actually thinks you can pretend to be something that's totally contrary to the reality of your physical existence and that that's going to be championed in our culture. Uh, that, that's one thing here. Ryan Walters is challenging this, this teacher. Her name is Su- Summer Boismer, I think is how you pronounce her name. She actually is assigning books that are pornographic, by definition, in her classroom. And I told you what one of them is. It's genderqueer. We've talked about that before. And she actually says she doesn't apologize this for this. She's going to continue to do the same thing. So even though she resigned her position in Norman Public Schools down in Norman, Oklahoma she she is still a licensed teacher here in the state of Oklahoma so somebody else could hire her tomorrow and she could be your kids teacher in your backyard in whatever city or village you live in here in this state or she could move out of state and because of reciprocity in most states with regard to teacher certification she could be teaching in Ohio or she could be teaching in Kentucky or Kansas or Texas or Arkansas Or Colorado or Wyoming, for that matter. Do you want this person teaching your kids? Would you rather your kids be taught the basics, or do you want them to be taught this banality? That's really the issue here. Do you want your kids indoctrinated with this stuff? And if the answer is no, if you think this garbage has no place in the schools, even if you resonate with some of it, if you're more libertarian and you disagree with the conservative moral stance that I take on this show, even if you're a libertarian and you think, hey, que sera, sera, live and let live, do you want your government-funded schools indoctrinating your kids in this stuff? Or would you rather deal with it at home? Again, I can't imagine how any decent parent would disagree with this. This story is good and bad. It's bad because this is pervasive across our entire country. I don't care where you live. This is the kind of garbage that's in your schools. Now, unfortunately, some of you are probably denying it and saying, not in my school. It's there. They're just not telling you. Uh, You've got teachers. You have administrators. You have superintendents. They're hiding this stuff from you. Ryan Walters is right. They're trying to separate you from your kids. They don't want you to know what's going on. Uh, uh, Other stuff that's the byproduct of this nonsense. I, I shared with you yesterday here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Conservative northeast corner of Oklahoma. The bastion of conservatism here in the reddest of red states. Bartlesville, Oklahoma. They're having a drag queen show in the next week or so. Here in our community square. And they actually have bouncy toys because it's a family-friendly event. And they're they, they're handing out fake money so that people can have fun sticking that money in the G-strings or the bra straps or whatever they're going to do of these drag queen performers. Here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, it's being celebrated by a number of people. Sponsored by a local dentist. Sponsored by Phillips 66. Sponsored by a state farm insurance dealer here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, sponsored by a counseling center. (laughs) counseling center. Uh, I hope you don't miss the irony there. Obviously, this counseling center is celebrating dysfunction rather than trying to heal it and help it. So what's that have to do with this education story? Where did you think this stuff comes from? Why are we at the place that we are right now where this is even debatable? Why? Why are we black-facing women? Why are we insulting women? Why don't we recognize that this is no different than the minstrel shows of days gone by where we black-faced African Americans and dressed up in exaggerated, exaggerated makeup and garb and made fun of them? What's the difference? What's the difference between doing that and doing it to women? Would you do it to Native Americans? Would you do it to Asians? Would you do it to African Americans? Would you do it, fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. No, I hope you wouldn't. And if you did, I hope that someone would shame you for doing so, because it's wrong. But yet we do it to women, and nobody cares. And if somebody speaks out like me or some other conservative, well, you're just a prude. You're fixated on this stuff. No, I'm not fixated on it. I'm only responding to what Other people are pushing into our culture on a minute-by-minute basis, and it's being pushed from our schools into your city parks and into your town square. That's where it's coming from, the schools. We have other examples of this. Two hospitals have announced that they're proud of the fact that they provide gender therapy and surgery to minors. In the case of Boston Children's Hospital, they actually put it on their website that they serve children from ages three and up. Three and up. I want to say that one more time. Three years of age and up at Boston Children's Hospital. They boast of providing gender nonconforming treatments To three-year-olds, who in their right mind thinks that a three-year-old should be making any decisions? They shouldn't be deciding what they want for supper, let alone what their sex, their gender should or should not be. Lord, help us if we're going to actually start mutilating a three-year-old's body through injections or through surgery because the three-year-old is somehow confused about what he or she is or isn't. And that's not the end of it. The Children's Hospital in Chicago is now doing the same thing. But they're not just providing gender non conforming therapies, they're providing sex toys and instruction to minors, to children, on how to engage in given behaviors. Yes, you heard me right. This hospital is providing sex toys and instruction on how to engage in given behaviors with regard to trans, LGBTQIA identity. And you know what? This Children's Hospital is partnering with the Chicago Public Schools to incorporate these things into the Chicago Public Schools curriculum. There we go again. There's the segue. It starts in your schools. And the schools are working hand in glove with these people, like this teacher in Oklahoma, who are hell-bent, literally hell-bent, on bringing this garbage before your children and rubbing their nose in it, shaming your children if they show any any moral restraint, any moral compunction. To stay away from this garbage, your children get shamed. Well, you must be a prude. You must be one of those conservative, judgmental folks if you're actually not interested in this stuff and if you think it's wrong. Now, if you can't, as a parent, endure that type of challenge, and I'm going to suggest that many of you are are uncomfortable with it. You don't want to get involved in the argument. You'd just rather stay away from it because it's exhausting, right? If you feel that way in the public square... If you would feel that way by going to a school board meeting and therefore you're resistant, you're hesitant to do so because you just don't want to get into the fight, into the argument, you, you don't want to get into the fray. If you feel that way, what in the world does your 10-year-old, your 12-year-old, your 14-year-old feel like when they're being exposed to it every single day? And it's not only from their peers, it's from their teachers and from the principal from the school superintendent, and the local hospital is working hand in glove with these progressive radicals to intimidate, to indoctrinate your children. This is a big deal. It's it's something that I've talked about over and over again on this show. And I know if you don't have kids in school, the temptation is to say, "Uh, this is somebody else's fight. My kids are grown. They're out of the house. I don't have to worry about public schools any longer. Yes, you do. You need to worry about it because the garbage that you're seeing, bad energy policy, bad foreign policy, bad domestic policy, the misogyny that's pandemic in our culture right now, STDs, sexually transmitted diseases, the, the lack of interest and respect for individual liberty and human freedom, socialism being elevated over and above, capitalism and free enterprise, all of this stuff ties together. It's all bound together uh, in, into something that is held in common. This is where the word common core comes from. They've dumbed down education to nothing but the average, to the common, the common bundle of ideas that are acceptable to them. And by and large, they're all bad ideas. Bad ideas will breed bad behavior. Ideas have consequences. Garbage in, garbage out. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.